Voices of VR podcast. Hello, my name is Ken Pai, and welcome to the Voices of VR podcast. It's a podcast that looks at immersive storytelling, experiential design, and the future of spatial computing. You can support the podcast at patreon.com slash Voices of VR. So continuing on my series of looking at different experiences from Venice Immersive 2023, this is episode number 19 out of 35, and the first of two of looking at the context of death. So this first experience is called Sen by Keitsuke Ito. It's a piece from Japan, and it's looking at the Japanese traditional tea ceremony. This is actually a three-person social VR type of experience where you go into this installation, you sit down, and then as you go into this experience, you're in this traditional Japanese room, and then you're holding this cup. It's actually a recreation of like a 400-year-old traditional Japanese tea ceremony cup. It's got a Vive tracker attached to it, and you also have a Pixel watch that's put onto your wrist. So your heartbeat that is being detected and then fed into the experience through the haptics of this Vive tracker. That is, as you're moving around, you're there with two other people, and you kind of go through this whole sequence of seeing this little fetus animated baby type of thing on your cup. And there's kind of a whole journey that happens where you kind of blip into this more transcendent realm, and there's kind of a death and rebirth and themes of reincarnation, but it's actually a very abstract piece. There's no words at all, and it's all kind of visually told. So the primary contextual domains of looking at issues of death and reincarnation, looking at transcendence and community, the center of gravity of this experience was very much this environmental storytelling and also this sense of embodied presence, like really deeply connecting to your own heartbeat and how that's fed into the immersive experience. There's different degrees of social presence because you're there with other people and there's different moments where you can actually kind of interact with people throughout the course of the experience that they kind of blip in and out of sometimes you just see yourself and sometimes you see yourself in the context of these other people. There's also a lot of mental presence of just trying to piece together what's happening with this very abstract, transcendent, shader ways of visually telling the story. There's different degrees of interactivity as you're able to kind of like, you know, move around and engage with your body in this experience, but kind of interacting with other people as there's different things that are shooting at and interacting with other people. And overall, just creating this sense of emotional presence of the vibe of this mood. I think this is actually one of the experiences that was a crowd favorite. If you look at the survey that was done by XR Must, as well as Andrea Lunev, where they've surveyed like 50 different folks that went to Venice Immersive this is like number three of, on their list. And if you go to episode number 1,305, that'll be like the three and a half hour discussion where we kind of go in order of that list and talk about all the different immersive experiences. But this was certainly a crowd favorite and just a really strong piece and exploring different aspects of the medium as well. One quick note about this interview is this was translated through one of the producers, Katsuochi Machiba. It's kind of an interesting interview just because there was a lot of typing in the phone and finding specific words to translate. And also at the end, they're kind of tapping into ChatGBT and having things automatically translated. And so there may be things that are lost in translation. The first half, I'm going to have the English version. I'm going to have a Japanese version in the second half. So folks who speak Japanese, they can see the full context of the conversation. And so I'm hoping that maybe through the power of artificial intelligence, maybe the transcription, I'll be able to potentially eventually at some point, maybe get another translation with some of the different stuff that's there as well, just in case some of the different things that may or may not been translated in real time. You know, I think in a lot of ways, Keitsuke is using the medium of virtual reality to be able to communicate a lot of what he's trying to say. And I think I'm able to get a really deep vibe of what he's communicating with this series of different experiences that he's created each and every year here at Venice Immersive over the last uh, number of years. 
So that's what we're coming on today's episode of the Voices of VR podcast. So this interview with Keitsuke happened on Monday, September 4th, 2023 at Venice Immersive in Venice, Italy. So with that, let's go ahead and dive right in. So he's Keisuke Ito, so he's a director for the VR. And so he used to work for the 2D animation. And after that, so he worked for the 3D animation. And so now is a VR animation film. He made VR animation now. Yeah. Great. And maybe you could give a bit more context as to your journey into working with virtual reality. Actually, so at, at first, so he started to learn from the BNR College Cinema in Venice. He learned how to make VR contents in the BNR College. And after that, he made first VR contents. And then so he applied to the Venice Immersive. And so Venice introduced that contents. That is the first time, yeah. Yeah, and so uh, Liz and Michelle, the curators here at Venice Immersive, had said that you have had a virtual reality piece at Venice every year since the Biennale College. And so maybe you could run through some of your other experiences that you've created over the years. So he made every five years, he made the contents. So first one is a feather. Feather is the first contents. And the second contents a beat. He used some like a heartbeat haptics. And the third one is crap, so he used uh, so a hand tracking. And the fourth is a type man, which is he tried to live performance on the VR chat. So every year he is challenging new technology. Yeah. And so, what was the technology that you wanted to use this year with Sen? So in this year, so he used. The table cup. That table cup is a very old one. So maybe that table cup was made 400 years ago. And so we. So Japanese museum has a scan data for the table cup. So we borrowed that data. And then so we made a 3D printer. And so we made a kind of 400 years cup for the 3D model. And then so user hold uh, that cup, and then so that is one point. The two point is that uh, so we use uh, some Google Pixel Watch. That device reads uh, so uh, user's heartbeat, and so that data sent to the server, and from server to the teacup. So teacup is a little bit shaking, like heartbeat. So user feels the heartbeat by themselves. So that is uh, his. Important point, yeah. Yeah, and can you talk about why you wanted to look at the Japanese tea ceremony as a part of this story this year for Sen and explain the Japanese tea ceremony a little bit? So, uh, actually, so he is very interested in the Zen, and then so he wants to talk about the Zen for this content. And then so Zen and so tea ceremony is a very similar to the, very close to the contents. And so he selected the, this theme, yeah. 
and uh, where do you start when you start to make an experience like this when you're designing and developing this experience with drawings, with animation, with prototypes? So how do you start to design this experience? Yeah, like a story or like, how, yeah, what's his design process? Okay. First, he searched the Japanese traditional tea ceremony and also he visited the, some Japanese traditional uh, temple or like a tea ceremonies location. And after that, so he went to the so Rock Museum. They uh, made some uh, Japanese traditional teacup. And so he interviewed to the Luck Museum and he collected the information for the many tea information from the tea museum. That is the first time. And the second is he get information from the Luck Museum. And so at first he think Japanese tea ceremony sees uh, uh, only himself, only his feeling only. Like museum said, so not only that, so, so he found some good point. So tea ceremony is not only see the, their, self, their self, self, them, so user can't connect with each other. Like not only one person, so through the tea ceremony, so user can connect each other and communicate with the each other in the tea ceremony, yeah. Yeah, and so it sounds like the social dynamics of having three people at the same time doing the experience, sometimes when I was in the experience, I was only able to see what I was doing, but other times I was able to see what the two other people were doing. And so there's a going back and forth between one person versus having a group experience, so a solo versus a group experience. So love to hear about that. Switching back and forth between those two. So actually, 400 years ago, tea ceremony took place. Uh, so dark room. So maybe like a guest can't see anything. Not not too much. Can't see the not too much. So maybe guest watch the that teacup only the shadow. So. That meaning is so you know not only the visual we can feeling and some feeling and so we can see the another thing that is a very important for the tea ceremony. So only the visual, so feeling and so so not visualize item, so we can feel the something. So it's a very important thing. Yeah and. In the very beginning of this experience, we're introduced to a little character that's inside of the bowl who ends up standing on top of the edge and becomes a character that we are with throughout the course of this piece. So I'd love to have you tell me a little bit about the little animated character that we start this journey of the tea ceremony with. So that character, so he wants to make uh, some fetus, 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 uh, uh, fetus, fetus, yeah, like a fetus. So at first, uh, that character born from the teacup, and so he learned the uh, nature, 
and then so another presence and he learned many things from that room and then so after that so story is ending but this is not ending so we, we can like uh, so continue to the life like reincarnation it's a reincarnation yeah, yeah yeah so he really creates the reincarnation from that character yeah okay so it's a reincarnation so who was that character before since it's a past life where was he coming from uh, that character is uh, like a uh, so spiritual presence, and then uh, so actually so uh, character's name Sen is uh, so born in from the uh, user's feeling, and also uses some core part of core, and uh, so he is like a uh, actually so visualize, but uh, he can sometimes visualize but uh, sometimes you know melt to the environment like a like a cosmos uh, in the teacup yeah okay so like a, a cosmos in a teacup yeah 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 and um yeah i feel like in this journey you start in a room but then everything goes dark and you start to use a lot of lines and trying to go beyond space and time where you're using a lot of abstractions to take us on a journey. And I'm wondering if you could describe the journey that you're trying to take the viewer on. So where do you want to take the user as you go through this series of these lines from another place? So you, you mean that last scene? Uh, no, just the, there's like a lot of shader effects throughout. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah, just it's taking the user on a journey. So I'm just wondering how he thinks about the beginning, middle, and end of that journey. So actually, so user and character Sen connect the like uh, umbilical cord. The uh, umbilical cord. Yeah, umbilical cord. So and so like uh, you know always connect the Sen. And so at first uh, he learn the nature and he knows another presence and he communicates with the nature and the presence, another presence. And so he does a lot of experience in this world. But uh, suddenly that code is a cut, cut is a code. And so user and the character is unconnected. And so like a death, like a kind of death. So unconnected so character and the user and so after that so one more born from the teacup so before that so born uh, cut the character and so then fall on the t-ball cup and so then uh, melt the t-ball like a cosmos and after that so burning from the teacup again and so and so he started to the so live in the tea room like so he always think about the reincarnation so he's always thinking about reincarnation yeah. as you go through the experience he's being born and dying and being born and dying again uh, yeah. throughout that okay so there's a moment where you're holding the cup and there's little drops that are shooting out um, um, 
And so I'm wondering if you could talk about this moments where you're kind of shooting out these little drops of water and they're kind of landing and you're doing it by yourself and then you eventually do it with the other people as well. So your question is... Uh, oh, just to, to uh, talk about a little bit, elaborate on that moment. So, user and uh, we are part of the cosmos and then so we affect, so we, we affect with the cosmos and then so that scene is uh, so water is uh, jumping to the like a pond so that that ripple is uh, you know uh, affects the other user and also as a environment so we can connect the cosmos and then so he thinks about the, we are part of the cosmos yeah, yeah. so it's a uh we're, we're shooting out and we're influencing and that there's ripples of our impact and they're kind of like impacting each other. And for me, I really loved the uh, heartbeat throughout the entirety of the experience of being able to tie my own heartbeat into the haptics of the cup and felt that it did an amazing job of connecting me to a deeper rhythm of the piece, but the rhythm was coming from my body. So... I'd love to have you expand on integrating the heartbeat into this experience. So that heartbeat meaning is uh, so he thinks we have to see the by ourselves. It's uh, important. So our heartbeat is always beating. But in the contents, suddenly cut off the cord and so heartbeat is a stop. So maybe some user is shocking, but uh, so he won't use no. So please, please, uh, please uh, think yourself. So do the important for, think about myself. It's important thing, yeah. So and so if user knows that his heartbeat, but they are think about that they are important thing. Is do you understand? That? Okay. So he want he want to use know the in the cosmos user meet the beat heartbeat again. So it's so important to the you have the heartbeat. So, and he wants to use that to know about that, yeah. Okay, and in the installation here at Venice, you have people take off their shoes and then they sit down in an installation that is designed like a traditional Japanese tea ceremony with all the VR technology and the cup with the Vive Tracker, but love to have you expand on the installation that you have here at Venice to have people experience this and what you were trying to do with creating a space for people to enter into to experience Sen. So actually he want to make an installation like a at first communicate is a so you know face to face met the face to face and so you know like that but so 
in the same installation is that he want to use a connect the side like a spirit, not the face to face. So he want to connect the spiritual feeling, and so he did make some dark room, and so you know, it's very can see the visual not too much, so very dark room, and so he want to use a feels like a spiritual things like a feeling. Were there any experiences that you used as an inspiration designing the look and feel of the experience that you were creating? Any so、uh, you mean that before the his contents? Yeah, if there's any things that he watched or experienced or any other film or anything else that. He's looking to for design inspiration for this piece.、Uh, as a content, from yeah. あのジブリの宮崎駿監督はあの僕は好きでで彼は Actually, so his favorite director is Hayao Miyazaki from the Ghibli, and he creates the Japanese culture and Japanese spirits, and so he respects the Hayao Miyazaki. So and sometimes he imagination from the Hayao Miyazaki's contents, yeah. Okay, so in terms of the music and the sound design, if you could talk a bit about the music in the piece as well as the different sound effects that you have in this piece.、Uh, different from. Oh, just to explain what he wanted to do and achieve with the music and the sound design. えっとすごくあの力特徴的であの力を入れてる。In this time, so he want to use the sound from the. Sagawa Museum that is near the Kyoto, so he recorded real sound from the Sagawa Museums. In the Sagawa Museum,、uh, there are some Japanese traditional room, Japanese tea room, in the Sagawa Museum. So that tea room made by the so Lark House, Mr. Lark designed that. Tea room, so very silence and very. So he like that tea room, and so he designed the sound in the tea room. He recorded all of the sound of the detail, yeah. And then also he recorded the sound. So when the master make a tea, tea sound, and also the tea master move to the so sounds like a sliding feet. Sliding feet sound. So during the tea ceremony, sound. So all sound. So he recorded the sound, and then he used, he put the this project. Yeah. What are you hoping that audience members take away from this experience? Actually, so he want to use a to know to connect with the other presence. As a user, and so it's important thing. So he want user to respect the themselves, yeah. And then so please reconfirm the preciousness of life. Please reconfirm the preciousness of life. Something like that. So he want to do that, and he really want to use that to feel like that thing, yeah. So yeah, just a. A little translation that says, "Please reconfirm the preciousness of life." Okay, and、um, yeah, and、uh, and finally, what do you think is the ultimate potential of virtual reality and immersive storytelling 
and what that might be able to enable. You mean the so next project? Or? No, just the uh, the ultimate potential of what the medium of virtual reality can achieve. Ah, okay. 僕はあのキャラクターとインタラクションするという作品を。So actually, so every time, so he creates a character. So and then he want to use a interactive to the character. But、uh, now he programming the character. So actually not naturally. So maybe he want to use the AI. So maybe so character is more free. And so in near future, so almost people communicate with the, that character. So he really want to do the VR, AR, maybe XR will be that thing. So maybe user, many user can connect with the character. Yeah. Yeah, and in this interview, I'm speaking English and you're speaking Japanese. And in the medium of virtual reality, you're able to speak and communicate without language.、Yeah. And so I'd love to hear any reflections of what's it like for you to use virtual reality as a way of communicating what you want to say. I don't know if I can speak English, so he speaks English not, not well. And then so he understands that. Communication is very difficult. But if we are, as you know, if many such like people use VR, so maybe easy to communicate with each other. So he really w a n t to do that in the in near the future. Yeah. Also, he w a n t to some user, like a handicap user, maybe so. XR is maybe support to the like the, that people. So, and then maybe XR more improve the device. And so he w a n t to device to the support to the handicapped people. Yeah. And、um, yeah, is there anything else that's left unsaid that you would like to say to the broader immersive community? XR、mm-hmm. Okay, so XR is,、uh, you know,、uh, from now, just a start. So, and then so there are many possibilities for the XR. And then so new creators want to challenge to the more new project. Maybe KSK also w a n t to challenge the new project. So, yeah, he is、uh, always challenging. So, From the first contest to the in this year's contest, very different technology he used. Yeah, so he wants to challenge it. So, XR is a completely untapped field. I want people to take expressions that no one has ever seen before without being confined to past work. I will also do my best. Awesome. Well, thank you so much、uh, for joining me. I really loved the、uh, Sen. I、uh, thought it was really beautiful, poetic, lyrical piece. And yeah, just really enjoyed the heartbeat and that you took me to another place. And I felt、uh, a deep resonance with your piece. So thank you. Thank you very much. All right. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell me a bit about what you do in the realm of virtual reality? 
自己紹介をお願いしますとであの過去のまあ VR の,あの経歴とかも教えてくれるとありがたいって伊藤,伊藤圭介です、えー、とあの VR アニメーションの監督をしてますで、えー、5年前から VR のアニメーションを作り始めましたでそれ以前は、まあ、スクリーンの CG のアニメーションを、あのー、作っていましたで5年前から、まああのー、インタラクションのある、あのー、作品が作りたいと思ってで VR っていう表現が、あのー、面白いなと思い、えー、始めたのがきっかけです、はい、Great and maybe you could give a bit more context as to your journey into working with virtual reality あ VR の今までの,その経験をもう少しあのーどういったことをしてきたのかをもう少し詳細を教えてもらってもいいですかまず VR アニメーションを作ったのがビエンナーレカレッジが、えー、ときっかけですであそうですねはいそれではいビエンナーレカレッジで VR の,あのアニメーションをあの初めて、まあ、作ってでベネチア国際映画祭でビエンナーレカレッジセレクションで上映されました yeah, and so,、uh, Liz and Michelle, the curators here at Venice Immersive. 今まであのずっと毎年あの作品をずっと作り続けているっていうのはあのミシェルとかリーズが言っていてそうあの今まで毎年あの作品を作っていますねっていうことをおっしゃっています。はい。やはいそうですね毎,毎年そうですねフェザーの次はビートという作品でだんだんインタラクションに挑戦し新しいインタラクションに挑戦してみたくなってこうまあビートという作品は心臓のあの鼓動を再現するデバイスを使ったりですとかでその次の年にはクラップっていう作品を作ってでハンドトラッキングを使ったりしてでその次の作品はタイプマンという作品であの VR チャットを使ったあの表現をしたりであのいろいろなそのインタラクションの表現に挑戦してきています。And、so what was the technology that you wanted to use this year with Sen? センは今年はどんなテクノロジーを使っているんですか、はい、今回は、えっと、一番大きなのはあの400年前からあの日本の茶道に伝わるもう一番最初の,その、まあ、茶道で使われる伝統的なお茶碗のモデルをあの持ちながら体験するコンテンツですでそれまた Google ピクセルウォッチで自分の振動の鼓動を取りながらその鼓動の通りあのお茶碗が振動することによって心臓の鼓動をあの感じながらそのお茶碗を持って作,作動を追体験することができます。Yeah, and can you talk about why you wanted to... な,なんで今回お茶の,あのテーマをにしたのかでそのお茶のテーマお茶っていうことについて少しちょっと詳細なあの説明を教えてもらえますかあの僕はあの以前から禅の,あの心についてあのとても興味を持っていてで禅というのはその自分自身と向き合う側面もありであのまずその禅と茶道っていうのはあのすごくこう関係があるものですここで禅と何の関係茶道茶道は関係の And、uh, where do you start when you start to make an experience like this? あなんかあのその制作のプロセスはどういう感じでこうあの制作をしていったのかっていうのを知りたい、okay. えー、とまずあの京都の,あの
伝統的なあの茶室をあの見学にしに行ってであの楽茶碗茶碗もあのたくさん見てきましたでその400年前から続くその楽,楽家の、まあ、15代目に出会ってで直接話を聞いたりしてあの情報収集をしましたまずしましたセカンドえー、っとそれで、えーとまあ、あの茶道についてあの知ったんですけれどもそこであのすごくこう心に響いたこととしてはその自分自身とあの対話するものだと僕はあの茶道はそういうものだと思っていたんだけれどもただそのお茶の,そのではそのつな人と人とのつながりを重視していてでそのつながりをその作る場としてもまあ機能しているっていうのがとてもあの印象に残ってそれをあの作品の中にあの取り入れてでマルチマルチプレイで表現しています。Yeah, and so it sounds like the social dynamics of having three people at the same time. ななんかその体験中に一人の瞬間があったりとか他の人たちとこうこうが見えたりする瞬間とかがあってそのスイッチングが非常にまああの面白くてでそういうあのことをされてましたねっていうことで、まあさっきのそのコミュニケーションということでそういう話をされたんだと思いますけど、うん、その辺はなんかスイッチングする意味とかというのはなんかあったんですかね。あの400年前の茶道の特徴で暗いシチュエーションであのやるっていうのがあって、でなぜ暗いシチュエーションでやるかっていうと、あのお茶碗は黒くてでその闇の中で見えなくなるその目に頼らないというその文化がありますなのでその目に頼らない感覚でものを見ることによって自分自身と対話できるそれを VR 空間でお茶碗をスイッチングしたりして表現しています。Yeah, and in the very beginning of this experience, we're introduced to a little character. あの小さいキャラクターが出てくるんだけどあのキャラクターがあーどういうその存在なのかっていうのを教えてもらってもいいですか彼はあの体験者から生まれたあの胎児のような存在ですでその胎児のような存在はあの物語の中で春夏秋冬を通じていろいろなものを見たり聞いたりしますでいずれはあのみんなあの終,わ終わりが来ますであのキャラクターもあの終わりを迎えますがあの一度そのお茶碗の宇宙の中でまた生まれ変わりますでそれは輪廻転生を表しています難しいね<笑> OK so it's a reincarnation so who was that character before since it's a past life where was he coming from? あのキャラクターはどこから来たんですかっていうあの体験者の感覚から生まれた存在ですそれはあの体験者の,そのコ,アコアな部分からあの生まれていますで彼はその、まあ、精神体で,であの茶碗の中は宇宙になっているので,でその宇宙の中にこう取り込まれたり個人のところに戻ってきたり行ったり来たりできるような存在で考えてます
中で精神体なのでそのお茶碗の宇宙に溶け込んでいる溶け込むこともできるでそこからこう生まれて私たちになったりもする。Okay, so like a, a cosmos and a teacup. Yeah, 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 yeah. And、um, yeah, I feel like in this journey, you start in a room, but then everything goes dark, and you start to use a lot of lines and trying to go beyond space and time. So, user journey is how you think about it, and how you think about it, and how you think about it. えーとえー、とキャラクターとその体験者はへそのでつながっていますでへそのでつながった胎児の視点を通じてあのさまざあの他の体験者とかとあのコ,ネコネクションあのつながったりあのコミュニケーションをと取ったりしますでその後にあのそのコネクションが切れてしまいますへそのが切れてしまいますでそこであの茶,碗茶碗の宇宙に取り込まれてで私たちそのへそのから離れた存在はその宇,宙宇宙に溶け込んでいきますでその中からまた輪廻転生して次の人生が始まります。So there's a moment where you're holding the cup and there's little drops that are shooting out? なんかあの白黒のシーンでカップからピョンってこう出てくるのがあるんだけども。そう,あのそういうシーンがありましたねっていうのを話したくてでそこう自分からも出るし他のユーザーからもぴょんぴょんぴょんぴょんあの雫が出てくるっていうシーンがありましたけどっていう話をしてます、はい、私たちはあの広い広い宇宙の,宇宙の中の,あの一つの構成物としてあの存在していますと、まあ、宇宙の一部ですで私たちはほんのちょっとの,その影響をこう宇宙に与えている常に、うん、でそうしてこう関わり合っているその関わり合っている様子を波紋の反響であの表現しています。はい。And、uh, for me, I really loved the、uh, heartbeat throughout the entirety of the experience of being able to tie. そのハートビートの,あの触覚デバイスをなんかあのずっとこう使うっていうのがすごく珍しかったしすごくこうじゅあの気に入ってくれていてでそのハートビートがあるから何かいろいろ感じることもありましたっていうお話をされてます、えー、とあのハートビートはその自分自身をあの見つめるという行為です。で自分の命の存在っていうものをあの強く感じるためにあの振動を使っています。私たちはあのその心臓のその、うん、鼓動をその常常に感じ続けて生きているけど、あのこの線のコンテンツの中では止まる瞬間もあります。それによってあの何かその。まあ、あの心臓が止まるっていう驚きを感じてもらえたらあのい,い,いいかなと思っていますであの宇宙の中で自分の心臓の鼓動をあの再度見つけますでその瞬間の驚きと感動を感じてもらいたい宇宙の中で,でまた再自分の鼓動と再会する
うん、でその,あのよ喜び自分の心臓が動く喜びを感じてもらいたい。Okay, and in the installation here at Venice, you have people take off their shoes and then they sit down and an inst- そうあのインスタレーションということでそれこそ,そのブースを作ってあの畳だったりとかあとお茶碗とかをこう持ってきていろいろこう準備をされていたけどその作品の内容もそうなんだけどその全体的なそのインスタレーションの中で何をこう表現したかったのかっていう、うん、最初インスタレーションの始まりはあのそれぞれ顔を合わせるけれども線は。あの精神の中であのコミュニケーションを取るコンテンツ、うん、でそれはあの日本の,その茶室の空間もこう同じことを表現してるで僕はそのことにあのとてもあのあの茶室の空間をリスペクトしてるからそれをあの今回のコンテンツでも再現したかった。Were there any experiences that you used as an inspiration? Designing the look and feel. Yeah. So, who can the Sakuhin Kara Nanika inspiration will get a little stern this cut, Stalin Stenokati? Ghibli no Miyazaki Hayao Kantoka no Wokua Ski de, the Karewa, some Nihon no Dento Toka, some Sashin Tekina Sekaio, Egaite, Tokorogate, so you Hyogen O, ma, so this ne. リスペクトして影響しているようなところはちょっとあるかなと思います。Okay. So in terms of the music and the sound design, if you could talk a bit about 音楽とかサウンドデザインはどうどういうことを考えてああいう形にしているのかっていう。えっ、ー、とすごくあの力特徴的であの力を入れている部分です。で、あのー。音をそのレコーディングしたんですがその佐川美術館の,その楽15代目が作った茶室があるんですがそこであの音をあの録音させてもらいましたそこであの、うん、その木,木の細かい音,音や叩く音やその水のこう滴りあの細かいあの音に至るまであの全て楽,美、えー、と楽さんのデザインした茶室で収録したものを使っているところがこだわりですお,お茶を立てる音とかすり足する音とか細かい音を全て作品で盛り込んでいます。この体験からユーザーにどういったものを感じてほしいかまず体験者同士のつながりを感じてほしいで自分の命の尊さを改めて感じるきっかけになってくれたら嬉しい。Yeah, and,、uh, and finally, what do you think is the ultimate potential of virtual reality and immersive storytelling and what that might be able to enable?VR が最終的にどういうところにどういう存在になっていくかっていうのをちょっと教えてもらってもいいですか僕はあのキャラクターとインタラクションするという作品をまあ中心に作っていますがこれからキャラクターの存在はどんどんあの生きている存在に近くなっていくそれはあの AI 
AI の技術だったりでそういった技術が進歩していくともっとキャラクターは生々しく動くかもしれない、うん、そういった中で VR でできる表現っていうのはそれとともに変わってくると思うので、えー、そういったそのキャラクターのコミュニケーションがもっともっと幅広くできるようになることを期待している。Yeah, and- In this interview, I'm speaking English and you're speaking Japanese. Ah, Tabun, so no, Congo, Ima, Ano, Kento Sama, Ego, de, de, Itoko, Nihongo, de, Shabette, Communicate, or Hijoniko, Muzukashi, Kedomo, Ano, Chikai, Shorai, so you know, Monakuna, de Shone, to you, Hanasio, Sarete, Imas. Boko, Ano, Ego, Shabere, Nino, de, Hitoichi, Ano, so you communication, no, Muzukashi, that you know, Yoku. あの感じていますでも VR や XR の技術によって言葉がなくてもあの通じ合うことができることにとても大きなあのその可能性を感じています。うん、なんだっけそんなと,、えー、とコミュニケーションが難しく難しい、えー、XR だったらつあのコミュニケーションが通ることができるっていうことに、はい、可能性をあの感じています。であの体に障害がある方だったりとかあの何かその障害がある人とでもそのつながることができるあの素晴らしい技術だと思うのでその発,見発展に貢献していきたい。And, um, yeah, is there anything else that's left unsaid that you would like to say to the broader immersive community?、Uh, あの VR とかのコミュニティの人たちに何か一言ありますかって。まだあの XR はあの全くの未開拓と言っていいと思うで可能性に満ち溢れているで今ある作品にとらわれずにどんどん新しいもう誰も考えつかなかったことにようなことに果敢に挑戦していってもらいたいで僕もあの頑張ろうと思う XR は全くの未開拓だから過去の作品に全くとらわれないで誰も見たことのない表現に挑戦してほしいと思って。Awesome. Well, thank you so much、uh, for joining me. I really loved the Sen. I、uh, thought it was really beautiful, poetic, lyrical piece. And yeah, just really enjoyed the heartbeat and that you took me to another place. And I felt、uh, a deep resonance with your piece. So thank you. I love the Sen. I love the Sen. あの今後も頑張ってください的な感じだったと思います。はい、すみません、安心してあまり聞いてなかった。はい。Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to this interview from Venice Immersive 2023. You can go check out the Critics Roundtable in episode 1305 to get more breakdown in each of these different experiences. And I hope to be posting more information on my Patreon at some point. There's a lot to digest here. I'm going to be giving some presentations here over the next couple of months. And tune into my Patreon at patreon.com slash voices of VR since there's certainly a lot to digest about the Structures and patterns of immersive storytelling, some of the different emerging grammar that we're starting to develop, as well as the underlying patterns of experiential design. So that's all I have for today. And thanks for listening to the Voices of VR podcast. And again, if you enjoyed the podcast, then please do spread the word, tell your friends, and consider becoming a member of the Patreon. This is a listener supported podcast. And so I do rely upon donations from people like yourself in order to continue to bring this coverage. So you can become a member and donate today at patreon.com slash voices of VR. Thanks for listening. Thank you.